Hello and welcome to Human Seeking Human. Uh, I am no longer lonely because I have a co-host. Her name is Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi, everybody. I'm Liz and I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) And I'm so happy you're here. It's going to be so much fun. We've just been talking for a long time, like 30 minutes uh, and like to prepare for the episode. I don't think we got all of our good content down there. Like we still probably have some good things we have to say. Um, We'll see. No, we definitely do. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Liz is the person who I chose in the end. Um, can I tell you exactly why? Sure. Yeah, because she's wonderful. Yeah. It just made sense. It's It really was a very much a gut feeling, um, but also at the same time, very like credentials, everything, credentials. It's, it sounds like you're like in the FBI. Um, everything just, it just clicked. It made sense. Um, and yeah, and everything since talking to you since the interview process or whatever you want to call it has just affirmed my decision. So um, I feel good about that. And there is one thing I'd like you to talk about as an introductory thing, and it is uh, your experience with um, dating, uh, but specifically on Toontown. All right. Okay. We can start there. Um, we're just <laughs> going to get really personal really quick. So yeah, that's what um, the show's all about. Vulnerability. I love it. All right. So if I'm being vulnerable, if I'm being honest, I've had a number of relationships, but I'd like to touch upon, uh, you know, the more serious ones. I had a couple of club penguin boyfriends, a couple of club penguin girlfriends. Uh, and then I had a, I had a little fling with someone on Toontown. It was a red monkey. I think it was a monkey or a rabbit, tall, tall, red, and handsome, named wow. Nobody. <laughs> and Nobody and I had a little fling. We ran around. We did some did some buildings, gained some laugh together, had some memories. And uh, I found out after a couple weeks what I thought was true love, uh, you know, that it was my friend Dominic uh, catfishing me. He had Toontown open on two different devices because you can't just play as two characters at once on the same computer. He had, he was duo computer catfishing me. Um, I've worked through it and I've forgiven him, but uh, but that is a, a a big piece of my dating history. I have to say. Yeah, I mean, when you first told me that, I was I was like, I don't have a story like that. So I think that is why we are starting with this because. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it speaks to the vulnerability of our show. It speaks to, um, you know, really what we're all about here at Human Seeking Human. Um, yeah, but as someone who's never played Toontown, most of it goes over my head, but it really wants me to play. Want, I would love makes, to. You know what I mean. It makes me want to play. We should, you know, we'll, if we ever go play Toontown together, I will be your wing woman. Okay, please. You need to like weed out the catfishes, cat catfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep I'll keep I an eye that. on Dominic's screen when we play. <laughs> Is Dominic still in your life? Yeah, he's still one of my best friends, and we do still Good. play Toontown. We've been playing Toontown together since high school, but he's been playing with his sisters <laughs> since he was like uh, in elementary school, like consistently. It's pretty wild. I love that. Um, yeah, my little sister just plays Fortnite, so I don't play Toontown. It's unfortunate. I, I'm the one who plays Club Penguin. Like, I've been on Club Penguin in the past year. My little sister has never been on Club Penguin, so I don't know. What's wrong with, with that picture? When I, was in, when I was in high school and I got dumped, I, I, uh, I bought a, a year-long 
um, subscription to Club Penguin. I was like, I need to decorate my igloo, get my house in order, get some, you know, premium outfits <laughs> and start socializing again. So Club Penguin was where it was. I got a puffle like I was ready, you know, bouncing back. You bounced back on Club Penguin. Actually, wait, now, wait, after my most recent breakup, aka my only ever breakup, um, that's exactly what I did. The last time I played was this, like, last summer. I hopped on, and I guess that was my way of getting back onto the dating scene. Um, if you're I, listening I, to this and you're going through a breakup, <laughs> hop on. Just hop right on Club Penguin. <laughs> Official, you heard it here first folks official advice from relationship podcaster <laughs> some might say uh, professional relationship experts this is <laughs> a prescription who who's saying that about us because i'd like to meet them um <laughs> i love it okay so uh anyway what's fun about this though is uh liz and i have had never met before this process so we're going to learn a lot about each other, um, not just about our Toontown and Club Penguin habits, just in general. So that's going to be lots of fun. Y'all are going to be be here for that journey. Um, and yeah, but what we've done already is we've outlined a little bit of a uh, some sort of format for our episodes. And what you just heard was called intro, <laughs> um, <laughs> which might just be a one-time thing because... This is Liz's first episode. But then, uh, yeah, now we're going to go into our dream date. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Because that was something I did at the beginning um, was I would try to find dream dates for myself. And that's just, yeah, that kind of got weird. So I stopped doing it. And I, I was having trouble finding ones. But we with we are going to bring it back. And at first, our plan is to find dream dates for ourselves. And then as we get to know each other, find dream dates for each other that we think would be kind of either funny or actually spot on. Uh, we'll see. Um, yeah. But uh, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> because I know I just said that uh, we're finding ones for ourselves, but I found one for you this week. Oh, that explains um, the mischievous smile you have on your face. Yeah, yeah, I was ready. I was excited for this because, and it's a nice one though. This is a nice one because something that you talked about when we had our first call was about cynicism, um, about uh, like kind of growing out of cynicism. And one thing you brought up was a tweet. And I think I found either the tweet or something very similar. Uh, and I'm going to read the tweet and it says, I know I made fun of your live, laugh, love sign, but deep down, that's all I want in life. Oh, Because yeah. didn't we talk, we talked about like yeah. the whole live, laugh, love being such a positive thing and yet it gets so much flack and there's so much criticism around these like live, laugh, love people when at the end of the day, like, yeah, that's what we all want. So I found a dream date for you. This is from the Press and Sun Bulletin in Binghamton, New York. Uh, from September 16th, 1997. Life, love, and laughter. Shy, slim, single white dad, 42, six foot one, 145 pounds, non-drinker, enjoys country music, dancing, and movies, seeks kind-hearted, communicative, single white female. Wow. <laughs> live, laugh, live, love. love. I love that. I majored in communication, so even more. You said that's from the Press and Sun Bulletin? Press and Sun Bulletin, yeah. 
I have that's where my dream date is from as well. <gasps> uh oh, they're competing. The I two know. your two dream because you found one for yourself, right? As yeah. as we told ourselves we would. Okay. Um Binghamton, New York is just full of my dream <laughs> dates. Yeah, when um, are you moving? <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Press and Sun Bulletin from February 29th, 1996. And it says, Kid at Heart, looking for love in all the wrong places. This is my last stop. Single white male, 40s, seeks down-to-earth, single or divorced white female with old-fashioned values, not money-hungry, likes movies, travel, and quiet times. I picked this one because, so, um, I actually, I have a girlfriend, so just putting that out there. Um, so I'm so sorry to my Live Laugh lovers. <laughs> I was like, are you like, who are you? You got to apologize to the people here. Yeah, this is, that's important because you can't mislead them. Yeah, Make yeah. These Binghamton people think that you're actually interested in them. I know, I know, but you better watch out because if things don't work out, I'm moving to Binghamton, <laughs> catching the first flight out. Um, no, but I said, uh, I said, I said, I picked this one. It says "kid at heart," which I really liked. My my girlfriend and I are like, we are so ridiculous, like goofy. Like we went to Home Depot the other day because we're moving in together, and like we're like climbing in the like fake windows and being like, Shh, I'm breaking in, and like just doing all this like goofy <laughs> stuff, and that's. Uh, that's me. I feel like I'm a kid at heart and that's, uh, and that's, that's a good one. So that's, that's, so that's cute. why I chose it. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. It said, um, not money hungry. Uh, even though that goes against you because you joined this podcast for the money. Yeah. Everyone knows Weird. podcasters bring in the big, big box. Vegas bucks. Yeah. True, true, true. So uh, it's, it's a little conflicting here, but I'll let you have this one. Um, maybe next week we'll be a little more honest, but, uh, but no, I do like that a lot, especially the kid at heart stuff. That's really cute. And I want someone that I can go to Home Depot with and climb through windows with. Mm. I also like, it says looking for love in all the wrong places. This is my last stop. I feel like, oh my gosh, the, I, I have had that moment so many times of like, I'm done. This is it. This is my last date that I'm ever going to go on. If it doesn't work out, then I'm just going to, you know, I don't know, join a convent, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like throw up your hands at one point and you're like, why am I even doing this? Like, this is better be it. Otherwise I'm just going to be, yeah. Uh, I, honestly though, as someone who's only been in one relationship, I guess I haven't gotten to that yet, but um I could definitely see that happening because I already don't like this. This, this, it's not fun being single. Last stop. Okay, there's a new, there's another segment that we're doing now. We haven't fully decided on like a catchy title for it yet. I think we're gonna call it "Clips from History." But if you have something fun and funky and maybe some old-fashioned slang, you should let us know. Because we tried. We we Googled all these old-fashioned words for newspapers and similar things, and we did not come up with anything. But maybe you can. Um, so the first one that I have is actually, it's a clip from Leo Tolstoy, who's like a famous, I think, Russian um, novelist's uh, diary. Mm -hmm. It's the 25th of January, 1851. He says, I've fallen in love or imagine that I have. Went to a party and lost my head. Bought a horse, which I don't need at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, really relatable to me in like a lot of ways, I think. 
Oh my god, me too. I'm the, I'm definitely one of those people that falls in love with whoever I see. Um, especially if they make eye contact with me, then I'm like, whoa, this is real. This mm-hmm. is something. Yeah. And then I get sad when nothing comes of it. And buy a and horse. And I buy, buy myself things. Yeah. I haven't bought a horse yet. I haven't gotten to that point of, I don't know what it would be. Is that like a, is that a low point when you can buy a horse? They're probably pretty expensive. So I would like it to be at a point where I can buy a horse, but we don't recommend buying a horse at a low point i would say start with equine (laughs) therapy and then see if if it works for you good point okay thank you um because i was about to google where i can buy a horse um yeah that's that's yeah i i do i don't know i do a lot of retail therapy though that is definitely one of my vices yep especially when people aren't loving me like they're supposed to Oh well. Um I have one this is this is a, a clipping this is from Cincinnati Enquirer September 30th 1841. I just that was my birthday so I was like let me see what old stuff we have on my birthday from my hometown. And here we go. Caution. I hereby caution all persons from harboring or trusting a runaway apprentice of mine called Samuel Weaver. I will enforce the law against any person harboring or trusting him, and for his apprehension and return, will give one cent, but no thanks or charges. Casper Kastner. <laughs> you get Sammy one cent and no thanks. I will not thank you. Like I really wish that Casper had just said what Samuel did. Yeah, yeah. I bet he stole. He probably stole like the best stapler and the best pens from the office. <laughs> uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I can't imagine anything worse. I think it's interesting that he says he'll, he'll, what, enact the full penalty of the law <laughs> on anyone who trusts Samuel. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how are you going to determine that? And what if, you know, I don't know where Samuel is, but. I trust him, you know, How, what are you going to do about it? You know, yeah, exactly. Like what? Just, some guy just shows up at my door, says, Hey, like I have a lot of money. I'll pay you. Uh, and a really nice stapler. Can I just like stay here? I'll, I'll pay you rent. Like, sure. It's like, what? How can you be at fault for allowing that to happen? Yeah. Um, Till you turn yeah, the stapler uh, over and it says <gasps> property of Casper, because whatever his name is. Kastner, yeah. But hey, the Kastner. fact that you remember the first name, that was enough. Uh, I was impressed. Um, yeah, property of Casper. That's a good point. Man, I wonder if that's what did him in the end. Always or some say he's still stapler. running. Oh. <laughs> he's haunting the streets of Cincinnati, running around with a stolen stapler. <laughs> that is scary how this is like 180 years ago or something. That's a wild thought. That's a long time. Mm. Time flies, huh? Absolutely. Okay, it's my turn. (laughs) So I have an ad from Cosmopolitan. Cosmo's been around since forever, um, and I really like their old old stuff, but their ads are definitely my favorite. Um, So this is from a 1925 edition. Uh, It's an ad from the back of the magazine. It has a little picture of like, a man and a woman in like fabulous 1920s outfits. And it says, 
And they thought he'd never marry. So many charming girls had failed to attract him that people thought he'd never marry. Then he met this girl. She had read Fascinating Womanhood, a remarkable new book which shows how any woman can multiply her attractiveness by using the simple laws of a man's psychology and human nature. She could just as easily have fascinated any other man. You too can have this book. You too can enjoy the worship and admiration of men and be the radiant bride of the band of your choice. Just cut out this ad and mail it to us. Insert a lot of details there. Knowledge is power. Send your dime today. There's a lot to unpack here. Oh my God. Uh, um, send a lot of your info. I don't know why I got hung up on that. It's just, it's just like they just want everything, like all sorts of like, like I don't know what what are they asking for? You think? Just everything they want it postpaid, plain wrapper. Knowledge is power. Send your dime today. It's from the Psychology Press. They probably want a lot of psychological info. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you're like sitting there thinking I want to be worshipped by someone, might as well just pay a dime. Like if if you can pay a dime. I know it's worth more back then, but still, if you pay a dime and then you can be like, you're promised someone's going to fucking worship you for the rest of your life. Why wouldn't you? It just, it makes sense. Um, so she could have just as easily fascinated any other man. Like just pick one. I wonder if it wow. works, you know, for, you know, like a little girl on girl, you know, if it works for like a little yeah. gay, a little, you know, like, can you get any husband or wife? I know it was different back then. They probably couldn't say it, but I'm curious if the book, it's all the same, right? You know what? Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know anything about dating or attracting anybody. So you should read I can't the book. answer this. You're going to have to read the book. Expert. Can you do me a favor and send me that address so I can mail a, a yeah. dime? A lot of That'd information and a dime. Oh, and a lot of, okay. Social security, bank yep. account information, but Mother's only give them a dime. Name. Gotcha. Mother's maiden name. Ooh, first pet maybe. First pet. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll do it. I'm. It's. It's worth it. I. I want to be worshipped. Um. But yeah. I. I do like how I feel like the tables have turned in history where, that's so funny that it's like oh, be a woman attracting man and then now you get all those really sleazy pickup artists that are like hey guys like you want a woman to worship you like it's roles have reversed mm -hmm. and. I, I guess in that way people see that like women have the power i'm putting like air quotes because it's all ridiculous the whole pickup artist thing yeah um well you used to have yeah. to get married like you used to have to get like a straight up husband True. by the time you were like 16 or 17 you know at least mm -hmm. have an option out there you know it's yeah. a lot of pressure otherwise you were a spinster true you gotta hope like a Leo Tolstoy or something catches your eye at a party and mm -hmm. buys you a horse. Mm, that he doesn't that, need that would... at all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love I love that though. I mean, in 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 a in a weird way, I'm like really into that concept of just paying a dime and you're just gonna learn everything you need to learn about attracting the opposite, like whatever, like a, finding a husband, any husband you want. I'm into it. Um, yeah, that was our like history thing that you all are going to name. Thank you in advance. Um, time for a textual encounter. So I'm bringing this back too, because I was doing this before. And um, Liz was like, actually, it was the one who suggested bringing it back. Uh, these are where it's the I saw you as misconnections ads or a lot of names for them. Basically, 
they're writing into papers and saying, oh, I saw this person. Uh, this was a weird one. This is from one of my favorite papers. I've had a lot from here, the Missoula Independent, Missoula, Montana. It was October 28th, 1999, and this was in their I Saw You section. I think of you both night and day. At night alone, I sometimes pray that you will speak to me one day and make us best of friends. I worship you from afar, put marigolds upon your car, and wish upon the evening star until my sorrow ends. But reason catches up with me, for you are all for him I see, and you and I will never be. No more shall I pretend. Wow. Wow. I have goosebumps almost. It's like a it's full like story really, arc. Right? Yeah. And it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, especially the putting marigolds on your car. Like, I do not condone any of this behavior. Uh, because clearly whoever they're watching is also with somebody else because they say for you are all for him i see yeah um so i don't condone any of this but i, I thought it was so sweet did. until it took that like sharp left turn you know i was like oh <laughs> he's leaving her flowers like he loves like this is so i hope she reads this and then i was like oh no she's probably reading the paper like honey one of the neighbors is writing about me in the paper <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, that makes me nervous um well yeah i'm nervous for this person like i gotta look more into missoula like crime and see if there's any sort of like weird crime po- poet committing crimes in missoula in like the a, early 2000s or late 1990s like the marigold killer Ooh, <laughs> well, that'd be fun oh my god oh, yeah fun that's the word for it uh-huh. super fun uh, <laughs> but i feel like this person who wrote this is definitely the kind of guy who's gonna say oh yeah like i'm really nice i give i give women flowers i'm really i write them poetry but what they're not telling you is the woman is with somebody else and very much doesn't want any of those things from you mm-hmm. um yeah but maybe the, hopefully they found their person that actually wants those marigolds I wish them the best. Um, and now we're bringing back the, uh, the, 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 this is the thing, the honest ad. And this is where you all can write into humanseekinghuman at gmail.com and write about what you're searching for, what you're seeking in life, uh, where you are in life. It's, it's a lot of, you know, in the past we've done a lot of mental health related content. Um, it can be relationship related content. Uh, none of the above, just whatever. Like if you're like, oh, I need a job and I don't I need a job. I don't know what to do. Anyway, we have something special for you this week, though. Okay. So I know I got pretty vulnerable in the beginning talking about Toontown and Club Penguin and all that. But um, <laughs> I actually wrote in so I, I mean, I've been listening to Human Seeking Human since the beginning. I went down the Lake Schieffer podcast hole, um, and uh, and I, I remember when it first started, uh, I was in a very different place. I was living in Boston. I was, um, I'll just read the ad and then I'll explain a little bit. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I'm nervous. Okay. Human Seeking Awareness. I've been working and running my whole life in the pursuit of stability, and a year ago, I found it. So, why am I still so anxious and unhappy? I've created the world I always dreamed of living in, but all I can think about is what's behind me and what's to come. 
I'm seeking more moments in the right now and more days when I'm able to appreciate the little pocket of peace I've made in one corner of my life. To my eyes, I'm seeking more nights when you can rest without waking. To my heart, I'm seeking more days when you don't work double time to keep me alert in case of emergency. To my loved ones, I'm seeking the space in my heart to truly love and appreciate you in the way you all deserve. And then I said, thank you, Alex, for this podcast. It has brought me some of those moments of mindfulness that I am seeking. Oh, I know. Like you sent this to me. So I, okay. I did not read this um, because I put all those honest ads I put in a folder and then don't read them um, until like I like pick one for the episode. So I had never read that. And then I only read it after I had chosen you. Mm-hmm when you sent it to me, like, Hey, by the way, I sent in an honest ad. I was like, what? I didn't even like think to search in my, not that, I don't know. I would, that was, a would be a weird thing to do. I think anyway. And you sent it to me and it was immediate goosebumps. I have them again right now. I have chills. I'm like, this is so wild. And it's so, I'm like, so grateful that you're willing to read this on the show to me. I like, that's just so, oh, so thank you. Um, anyway. It's so, it's so, uh weird like to be reading it to you because I'm like what I was talking about about you know working so hard for stability and then finding it and realizing that it wasn't like what I was really looking for um I was I've been I'd been at the same job for almost three years and it was like amazing and it's still like it's a really great company and everything but I just was like burnt out you know and I realized that it was not making me happy and like what I thought it would be wasn't and uh like I think a day before you put the the episode out where you were asking for a co-host I gave my my two weeks notice and my first day of like quote-unquote unemployment was like the day of our like when you finalized mm-hmm. everything so it's just it's so full circle like serendipitous for me to be here because I listen to this podcast while I work you know and it would mm-hmm. like keep me going and uh I don't know it's so it's it's a lot it's really awesome I'm really excited and grateful to be here I had a little like moment of like oh this is like real and this is the podcast that I listen to and you said Missoula because I was like yeah. <laughs> I was like that's the human seeking human word I've never heard that outside yeah. of human seeking human it's so wild yeah and I, it, it what's so funny is like I I I appreciate that so much but for me weirdly I'm like this I'm like it's so natural I don't know how to explain it but um this has just felt like the most natural transition into having a co-host yes it's first episode but that says a lot that that the first episode we're all i'm already like feeling super comfortable and kind of not it doesn't feel like our first episode together um and yeah and i remember when we were talking and when in our first call together like that quote-unquote interview you talked about it being like you just had your last day at your job and that was a big thing for me when you said that because you talked about how you're at this turning point and uh, I think that's a really really big motivator and that was a big motivator for me in my past was quitting jobs is weirdly motivating and it can do Mm -hmm. a lot for you Um, and so I was really excited that you would want to um, pursue this with your time that you have now and it just meant like it made sense and it, it, it clicked and I was like, yes. And the fact then that you're willing to share your story is a big thing. I, I like, that is not easy. Uh, I, you should like, if you listen to my first episode, 
um, like when I was doing this alone, I that was like seven drafts. I know I say it a lot, but it was like seven drafts of me giving my honest ad seven different times, seven different ways until I finally was happy. And you here you are like just reading your honest ad that you'd sent in to people, to me. And it just means a lot. So I'm like really grateful and I'm glad to have you here. And yeah, it's I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how to handle myself in this moment. I'm, I'm, I have a hard, t- I love this show because it's so sincere and vulnerable. I have a really hard time with it. So this is like, uh, going to be like a growing experience for me. I'm the kind of person where I like when people start talking about their feelings, I just kind of like shrink back in my chair and I'm like, ha 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 ha. Good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, but like you you just did that like on the first episode. So, hey, that says a lot. And trust me, for me, this was a growing experience doing this podcast. I I think I'm very different than I was when I started, even though that was what I should probably know this. But uh, 27 episodes ago, whatever that is, um, whenever that was, September, October. um, Yeah, I've changed a lot and grown a lot. So I'm excited that you're here and see it see this as an opportunity for that as well um yeah and yeah so that's exciting and y'all if you want to write in your honest uh, own honest ad um similar to that and have us read it please email us humanseekinghuman at gmail.com we're uh excited to see what you send in we're excited to uh talk through some things with you and yeah that's that's a really fun sh- part of the show um but one thing that liz brought to me that i actually really agreed with and I but I hadn't really thought of it ending on an honest ad especially like some of the heavier ones can be tough it can be tough to end an episode that way so we have a new segment where we're gonna read dating profiles your your dating profiles so like if you want to send in an email that has just what your is on your profile what kind of stuff you want to share to people with people uh the ways that you put yourself out there uh whether it's through um tinder bumble uh, online things like Match, Plenty of Fish, I don't know all of them, but Hinge, I'm going to stop listing them because I'm out, but you know what I mean. Just send in what you feel like doing, and I'm going to be vulnerable now too. Liz inspired me because Liz told me that she was going to be reading her honest ad with us, and I was like, that takes a lot. That's very difficult. Uh, so I'm going to do something that I told myself I would never do. And I'm going to read what's on my dating profile. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm just going to read it as is. I, 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 I've never even mentioned that I have one on the show. I've actually just haven't talked about that. But I, in fact, do have, um, I do have Tinder right now. And I'm putting myself out there in a way. <sighs> Let me just read what I wrote. I, I don't know. I'm, I feel weird about it. But I'm... If I can expect you all to send in yours, I better be able to write, read my own. So here we go. <laughs> oh, no. I feel so weird about this. Okay. You got it. You got it. Thank you. So, <laughs> so I have podcast host as my job. Um, lives in Cincinnati. And then they also have uh, Tinder now has like five different. Uh, you can pick five different things that matter to you um or like things that are important to you or that you enjoy so of course i put vegan first um then gamer because i was like i play a lot of video games so i might as well throw that out there uh black lives matter because that weeds out a lot of people in ohio um (laughs) 
<laughs> and then mental health awareness, because actually when I see someone else who has mental health awareness, for me, I'm like, that's a big plus mm. because yeah, mental health is really important to me. Um, it's something that, you know, I, I can, I, I would want someone who can respect that. Uh, and then road trips because I freaking love road trips. Um, so <laughs> that's the first five little things. That's so now fun. let's go to the times where, where I try to be funny and get people to, um, God, this is so weird. I don't like this, but whew. my high school listed me as a notable alumnus. I hope that's not my peak. <laughs> that, that's one line, uh, which is true. It's weird. I found that out where I went on my high school in Cincinnati, uh, my high school's notable alumni, and I'm in there with my sister. Like we both have our separate things as podcasters. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but I also hope it's not my peak. So <laughs> I put that Fair in there enough. to be a little like, cheeky um yeah a little cheeky right that's what i'm going for um then i said just moved back from la for the time being in between therapists uh introduce me to your plants i hit a lot of things right there love that i lived in la i'm in i love therapy (laughs) and i love talking about being in therapy Mm. and the whole plants thing i feel like that's such like i'm a millennial so like I feel like I'm going to, that's going to touch something with other millennials. And it has worked. People have written to me first and said, let me tell you about my plants. Oh, yeah. That's it. I think that's, that's good. A lot of people are really into their plants. I have Mm -hmm. a few plants, but I think I'm going to get fake plants. I'll introduce you to my fake plants. Oh, yay. That's so nice. I've got a couple plants. I've got a snake plant that you can't see. And then a money tree back there behind me. Um, they don't have names yet. We're working on that. Okay. Uh, then here's where I really, really weed out some people. All right. This is where I get, and I repeat some things for my little bubbles. Here we go. Democratic socialist, which mm. weeds out probably many people because in Ohio. ACAB, which weeds out even more people. Mm-hmm. BLM which weeds out even more people. Mm-hmm. He, him, which weirdly enough, even though they're just pronouns, are going to weed weed more people out. Then vegan again, because you have to, if you're vegan, you have to say you're vegan multiple times in a dating profile. Otherwise it doesn't count. Uh, then I have a couple emojis to make it a little more fun. So I have a little plant, like the little sprout emoji mm-hmm. and a hedgehog emoji because hedgehogs are my favorite animal. And then at the bottom, I put my my username for like social media at Zandy Schieffer so people can stalk me. That's cool. And that's it. I love that. That's good. I think that's a good profile. I think it's, it fits from what I know of you. It fits you pretty Mm -hmm. well. Okay, good. I was going to ask you if you had any advice because uh, I have never, I don't know. I, it's something I don't share with people. Usually I don't share with friends. I don't share with family. Uh, Do people do that? Maybe I just don't, share it with people so i'm like open to any criticism (laughs) i don't i don't i don't know if you want to open yourself up to that okay fair maybe i'll just delete it instead you could just Um, be open to any interest (laughs) any intrigue human seeking podcast human seeking uh, what is our gmail i'm so sorry this is my first day (laughs) you're allowed to not know i didn't even give you access to it yet uh so that's on me uh human it's human seeking human at gmail.com 
but our social media is human seeking pod on okay. Instagram and Twitter. And we don't have a Facebook because I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Um, yeah. And we don't have a human seeking human dating profile either. Cause that would be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe we could do that just cause I don't know, get our, get the word out, That's... Find, find those lonely hearts. Thank you for sharing that. That's very, I know I could see the nerves <laughs> on your face. It was, it was, it wasn't so bad, was it? I, I, it felt pretty bad. No, okay, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. I don't know how to explain this weird anxiety I have about it. Like I, when I, and I've talked about this a little bit on the show. When I first started using uh, dating apps, I hid it from everybody. Mm. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. Weirdly. Um, but I would never tell someone else that they should feel shame. Of course not for that. Like, uh, but for some reason for me, it felt weird. Um, and I've grown out of that and I've grown a lot since then. And then I was seeing someone and then now that I'm not, and I'm back on it, I at least don't have that shame. So I'm willing to tell people I at least use it, Mm. except I haven't on the show yet. And then, but then for some reason, sharing what's actually in there felt like another level of like, oh no, now people can judge me for what I'm putting out there. Mm. Meanwhile, here we are. And the kind of purpose of the show is reading the things that people put out there in their search for a relationship. Yeah. I, so I love it. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. I, no, I, no, I, I talked to much. No. Well, you're a podcaster, so you're allowed to. I, so are you now. I know, which is good. Cause I've always talked too much, but now I feel like <laughs> I'm allowed to. No. Um, yes. I like that your, that your profile is consistent. Like when you said that you were going to read it, I'm thinking about like my times on the dating apps and like, wow, I've spent a lot of time on dating apps. Um, and I, w- I was like, I would change my my description every day, like completely different things every day. I don't even know why, probably because at, at that time, especially like I didn't really know who I was. But mm-hmm. um, when I met my girlfriend, we met on a dating app. It's like a queer dating app called Tamey. And um, I haven't heard of that one. Cool. And we and my profile said something like, uh I don't even remember like business boss lady bad bitch uh something like really cringy and um I remember I saw Joey my girlfriend and I was like she's so cute she's a motorcycle she like I read her bio I was like super into it but her bio said looking for something serious and I'm pretty sure mine said like quote like not looking for anything serious and I saw her and I was like oh no and I went back and I deleted my whole profile and I just made my description looking for something serious and like because I really liked her and I was like I could see this working out actually being compatible but it was uh that was that's that's how I was with my bios I would see somebody that I liked and then I would mimic their (laughs) right what I thought they wanted to hear I told her that later she thought it was funny cute and then and now this these too very like like I don't know and I love hearing that and hearing how you did that and then you also told a story of how goofy you two are in Home Depot goofing off like it's just so fun like you said like like bad bitch like the whole business is like that and then now you're in Home Depot climbing through windows I know I used to be so I was like I'm so tough and scary and then that was like my whole thing and then I had to let that go and be more of a live laugh love kind of girl <laughs> well I appreciate I, I'd appreciate either side of you but it's, it's so great that you like can talk about how you've changed that and yeah my my dating profile is 
constantly updating because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I feel like maybe I should add this in there, maybe that. Mm. Um, so actually the Democratic Socialist, like, yes, I am. I'm like, <laughs> I am a card carrying member. Um, I have like in my wallet a card that says like member of the National like Democratic Socialist of America, whatever. That's um, cool. And I saw someone else in their bio mention that they were that. And I was like, oh shit, I don't mention that I'm in there. And so they inspired mm-hmm. me because I was like, I would like to match with this person. Cool. Let me put that in my bio too. So at least I was like, like so yeah, so that's kind of how it evolved. And then literally last night I came up with this idea to read this on the air because I was like, fine, I'll just do it. And I changed it. Like I changed it for this episode. Because, like just that beginning line because I didn't like the way it was worded. Um, it's like the same content as it was like a week ago, but I like changed the wording because I was like, maybe this sounds better. Um, and who knows? Maybe each week I'll read it again and it'll be something different because I yeah found someone else to yeah mimic. That's it's a real thing, and it's I don't know whatever works because if as long as you're not like lying about who you are, yeah. Once you meet them, like they're gonna find out who you are anyway. Um, I wasn't looking for anything serious until I saw somebody and I was like, I could be serious about this, you know, change my mind. I had to go back in. Yeah. Which makes so much sense. And like, that's something that like, I, I, I've seen so many people where I'm like, yes, I would change for that person. Not like, not drastically. I would change everything. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, see someone, (laughs) I see someone at a party and I'm like, damn, I'm in love. Maybe I should buy a horse and start riding horses or something like that's how much I'm in love with this person. Um, that's kind of how, how I get. Yeah. But yeah, but it's not, you know, you got to stay you. I, I will say yes. like my, yeah. my girlfriend, one of the first conversations we had on the phone was like, Hey, like, you know, how do you feel about like mental health and like taking meds and like, you know, what are your like biggest like things that you struggle with? Like personally, like I struggle sometimes with like, you know, insecurity and jealousy. And like, you know, I was like, why are you telling me the truth on a first date? Like, that's not, that's really new for me. Um, But I feel like it set like a great precedent for like us to actually be real with each other, which was huge. I'm so happy about that because that's something where my last relationship, I didn't have that because I didn't know. I was my first relationship. I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what was important to me. I don't know what I struggled with, for example, like jealousy. And I I didn't Mm. know um, and now that I do know, I feel like I'd have a, I could have a pretty decent conversation about it. Um, but I like that a lot. I really do. I think that's something that can be so important to just truly start out with I a used to lot ask, on the table. I used to ask on every first date, what are your toxic traits? Just like a really hard hitting question, but I think it, it, it gives you something yeah. real. And if someone's put off by that question, then, hey, they're not the one for you. So per- yeah. like, you know, no harm, no foul. Like if they're like, I don't want to answer that, then it's like, okay. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. Like that makes a lot, weirdly, a lot of sense to me. I'm like worried. I'm like, what are my toxic traits? It's, you know, last what? night, whatever your traits are, if they're followed by, and here's how I'm working on them. Boom. That's fine. What I, we can work through anything that we're working on. Yeah. What were you That's saying? That's something I was literally talking to my mom about last night. I struggled when my ex would tell me, ask me what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Immediately, my brain was went to, why is she asking this? What is her like motive to like what? How is she going to get me on something? Like, am I mm-hmm. like it was terrible? And um, and I don't know if that was fair. Probably not. Oh no, in many ways it definitely wasn't. Um, but there are just 
certain things like that where I would go from zero to a hundred in my head and like just get really defensive for no reason. And it's carried over to now my little sister who is like, oh, what are you up to today? And immediately my heart like starts pounding. I'm like, like I get all anxious. Like, why are you asking me this? Like, what, what are you going to try to get me to do? What are you going to try to like mm. <laughs> tell me I'm doing that? Like what's wrong with what I'm doing? Which is so silly. It's like it's, my stepdad asks me all the time too. My mom, they like love to ask what I'm doing with my day. And I'm like, nothing. Like, why are you <laughs> like attacking me? And they're like, oh, nothing. That's great. Just curious. Like, cool. Like, yeah. I'm doing this. And it's never any like thing, but that's something that I do. And I and I told my mom, I'm like, hey, like I, I told her last night, I was like, when I find like if I find a new girlfriend at some point, like I would hope that. I would be better about that. That is something that I want to change about myself. And I was like, but at least I recognize it so I can start working on it. But yeah, Yeah. I feel like I've been more open in one episode because you're on here than I have in the 26 episodes or 27 episodes before. This is fantastic. (laughs) This is exciting. Although I will say you're pretty vulnerable on this show. That's what really drew me to it. You and all the people, all all our listeners, all the people that uh, write in the honest ads. I just like, I've always, every every episode, it's like my favorite part because it's so real and it's such like just a little snippet into into what people are really going through every day. And it has that like, it's the seeking, right? It's not just people being like, dear Zandy, my life stinks. Like, bye, you know? It's like, I'm seeking this. Like, I really hope I get a break. I really hope I get, you know some solace, some alone time, some connection, companionship, whatever it is. I love that because it's like it adds that layer of even when things are bad, you can still be like hopeful and sincere and seeking. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I love the way you put that. Um, That makes me really happy to hear because, yeah, that's something that I've been so impressed by are the people who are willing to um, write into us and um yeah and as another reminder y'all if you want to write in with your honest ad it's anonymous write in human seeking human at gmail.com we would love to hear from you hear what you're going through um even if hey if you're like you know things are pretty good if you want to talk about toontown uh club penguin like DM seeking me. a toontown to toontown be- oh yeah dm we'll get a squad together. liz is the expert <laughs> the human seeking human squad i hope i can join yeah absolutely Put on, okay, it'll stream it like, on your Twitch sometime. We'll do a whole thing. Yeah. I would do that. People have asked for it, so maybe we will. Um, yeah, so this was wonderful. This is this has been an incredible first episode. I could not be happier. And I, I'm very excited for what's to come. Um, yeah, and this is great. I don't know what else to say. This is fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you all embrace me with open arms. I'm really grateful to be here and get to know you all. I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you all next week. Until then.